The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. Oh my gosh, can you believe it's actually the end of May? Like, where did the time go? I know that I say this all the time, but seriously, where did May go? (laughs) It's been a really busy month. I've been trying to get Midlife Wolfpack taken care of. I have kids up the wazoo all like doing different things. It's literally the last week of school. So we've had so many different events going on and things that are kind of upcoming. Plus the kids are thinking about getting jobs for summer. It has just been insane. (laughs) And so it's made that a little bit difficult when it comes to getting into the vibe of writing and really wanting to knuckle down and get this story out, which can be kind of problematic when you think, okay, this book is supposed to be coming out June 24th. (laughs) Oh, crap. So today I actually want to talk a little bit about like, what do you do? How can you treat your writing more like an adventure when things are kind of getting crazy and life is nuts and summer's coming. And the last thing you want to be doing is being tied to your laptop or to your computer writing when it's just gorgeous outside. And it literally is. Now in Minnesota, it's just absolutely beautiful. And it's like the perfect time of year to get outside and enjoy it before the bugs are insane or the heat is insane. So it's a little bit of a struggle. And so I have a couple of things I want to discuss and maybe give you some food for thought on so that you can decide how to implement more, I guess, fun or adventure or excitement into your writing so that it's more enjoyable during those times when maybe you don't really want to be writing. But number one, tip number one is really honestly to be thinking about this in the future. So if you're noticing times like this, where in, let's say, end of May, early part of June, it's just too beautiful. And you're really getting distracted with the weather. You don't want to do it. You've got deadlines. So you're pushing yourself anyway. Maybe just make note of it so that next year, you can be more cognizant of the fact that you have these impulses. And you don't want to be writing during this time. So this is the perfect opportunity, the perfect time frame to take some time off and just really kind of chill out and relax. So that's tip number one. And it also works really well, just so you know, for like holidays. So things like uh, the time frame from Thanksgiving to Christmas or New Year's or whatever, if you know those are going to be super busy times, and you just aren't going to feel the vibe of writing, don't put the pressure on yourself to actually be doing it during that time frame. Because why? 
we're here to enjoy the process. We're here to enjoy our writing and we're here to enjoy the freedom that our writing can give us. So don't put so much pressure on your writing all the time. And that's really honestly from the years of experience that I've had trying to make my writing fit around what I thought was the right schedule instead of finding the right schedule for myself, for my own inner working, for my own mental health. So truly, that's a really good thing to be taking note of so that the next year, the next time around, you can be doing it just that little bit better. Because eventually you're going to look back at your writing routine and go, this is fitting perfectly into how I want my life to be. And that's what we want, right? We want to create lives that are enjoyable and the process that is something that we just are so thrilled to get back to that it doesn't feel like work. Now, what about when we need to get it done and we're not quite sure we've got the energy for it or we're like, do I have to do this thing? But yes, you do. (laughs) Well, that's where you treat it more like an adventure. It's where you look at it as this wonderful opportunity to unearth something new. Because I think when we're writing and when we are used to the process of writing our books, maybe we are in a world that we've already been in, we're writing a series, so it's nothing you know, earth-shatteringly new, it can lose some of its luster or some of its like curiosity for the author. And so when we treat it more like an excavation, when we treat it more like an adventure that we're going to go on and get to put our imaginations into the world and watch it unfold as it should, all of a sudden it becomes a lot more magical. So that's tip number two. It's to Stop worrying so much about the deadline and focus more on the adventure of what it is you're trying to create. Treat it like an archaeological dig that is going to be uncovered with each little layer of a chapter or a scene or a little bit more of understanding your characters or something funny that might happen. Treat it like the surprise that it truly can be because no author is going to know every single detail, even if you are a plotter, you're, you're not going to understand every detail until it starts to come out of you. And so rather than treating it like something that you've already kind of done, you know what you got to do, it's got this deadline coming up and you start getting yourself wound up to a point where you're kind of in a writer's block almost mentality, let that stuff go and just Get on that adventure hat. Treat it like this anticipatory excitement. You know that feeling right before Christmas when you know you're going to get something cool or your birthday or right before vacation when you know something cool is going to happen, you just don't know what yet. Try to embrace that vibe, that feeling, so that when you're sitting down, getting into your chapter or your scenes, you are able to look at it with those kind of eyes. And you can then come about it from this fresh perspective that's going to make it so much more fun and enjoyable. Another way to be able to treat it like an adventure is rather than, especially during this time of the year, rather than writing from your typical locations, because let's face it, I mean, we've been writing in winter for how long now? Rather than doing it from your couch, from your computer desk, from your bed, wherever it is that you write, I know those are my my favorites, <laughs> get outside. Go into your backyard and write for a little while. Go into a gazebo if you've got one. Sit on your deck. Go to the park. Or if those things are too hot or too buggy or too crazy, still treat it like a fun adventure. Like, 
ooh, today I'm going to go to the coffee shop. It's an adventure. So you get to enjoy this process of being out and going someplace else because that can also create such a wonderful new experience that will liven up whatever the thing is that you're trying to do. Like the the deadline won't feel so bad if you get to go have coffee and a donut. (laughs) You know what I mean? So treat it like something that you can just kind of take up and go somewhere else. Treat it like the freedom that it actually is. I mean, not many people, not many workers have the opportunities that we have where we can literally do our job from anywhere. So take advantage of that. If you want to go to the beach for a day, but you still have to get your writing done, why not do both? Take an umbrella so you can actually see your computer, but go hang out at the beach. Listen to the waves. Write your story from the beach side. I mean, there are so many different ways that you can get your writing in while still enjoying the world around you, while still being a part of the things that you're really trying to incorporate in your day. I mean, you can bring the kids to a state park set up shop with your laptop, like I said, let them run around and do fun things while you're sitting there. They're getting the opportunity to get out of the house, do something different, and you're getting the opportunity to do the same and still write. There's a lot of different ways, I think, that we kind of get stuck in our routines, in the way that we handle things. And when you can break those routines just a little bit, all of a sudden your perception shifts and new opportunities come about. And sometimes those new opportunities are new story ideas. Sometimes those new opportunities are people that you bump into. Sometimes those new opportunities are ways that you didn't even realize you could write and enjoy it. And then all of a sudden, it's become a new part of your routine. This is now a new way that you do your job. You bring the kids to the park every Tuesday, for example. Whatever it is for you, it's It's about taking a closer look at the life you really want and allowing your writing to fit into it in a way that feels like there is more fun and more adventure in it. Hopefully that makes sense. I know for me, especially after writing for as many years as I've been writing, it gets to be kind of monotonous in a a certain point. I think that's why I like to hop around to different things and drive my PA Jenny absolutely crazy. (laughs) I love the idea of writing for a little bit and then designing something and then creating a course for my students and then hopping on a call for uh, something else, you know, a one-on-one coaching call or whatever it is. I love being able to hop around and do different things because it engages my brain in a different way and it helps me to enjoy everything that I'm doing from a different perspective. Like if I was just writing and that was the only thing I did, I think it would get kind of boring for me. But that's just the way my life is. That's the way my personality is. Maybe for you, that's like the most ideal thing on the planet. And if that's the case, then how can you pull more of that in? How can you create more of that in your life? How do you become more of that throughout the process of your writing career and how do you tweak your your days and your editorial calendars to be like that for you? These are all the questions that I want you to be thinking about, especially as new authors, or if you're an author who is feeling really overwhelmed, maybe you're doing all of the different things that, you know, we're told that we should be doing rapid releasing like a crazy lunatic, whatever the case is that you've heard. And you're trying to find that balance, you're trying to feel better about your career 
It's about knowing yourself and knowing what it is that you value, what it is that you want from your career, and how you want it to feel. Because once you know how you want it to feel, anything that doesn't feel that way is going to be your clue that that's not the direction you need to go. That's literally how I figured out Rapid Release Roadmap. The way I was originally designing that program was not the right fit for me, and it wasn't the right fit for my students. I originally came at that program thinking, okay, I'm going to teach indie authors the different methods of rapid releasing because I was not finding a good course or platform out there that taught this. I mean, there's plenty of things that you can learn in different Facebook groups and whatnot, but there wasn't a good course that really narrowed it down and made it simple. And as I was putting this all together, I was literally in the process of rapid releasing and I was finding myself really stressed out and I was finding a lot of the the aspects of it to be too overwhelming for someone who has other things that they're already doing. Let's say another job or they have kids in the the family that (laughs) require stuff. Go figure, right? You know, it, it just didn't feel right to me. And that's how the four books a year was born. I started looking at the successful authors who were rapid releasing or who were writing more frequently, and I kept seeing four over and over and over again. I looked back at my own career and I realized four was pretty standard for how I was able to do it. And so when I looked at that, it was like, okay, this is actually the goal. This is the thing that I want to teach so that it's maintainable, it is sustainable, it is doable. And once I made that decision, there was such a relief that I knew I was on the right track. And it's the same with my books. If I am feeling overwhelmed or if I'm feeling stressed out and a change of pace or trying to come at it from this adventure perspective isn't working, then I know that I am not on the right track and there's something I'm missing. So what I like to do then is to disengage. I will take a couple of days off. Even, yes, even if I have a deadline that's coming up, I will be like, you know what? Tomorrow, it will work out better. Everything is working out in my favor. Whatever is happening with this, whatever I'm feeling, however this is working out, it's working out in my favor. And typically what ends up happening is even if I take that time off, the following day I write more words than normal, or I'm able to come up with a great idea that takes out a couple of chapters that I had planned because they were going to go out further. But this thing is so much cooler that it can be condensed down into one chapter, for instance. There's different ways that this can all come about. And so when we're open to allowing kind of the shift to happen in our writing process, in our careers, there are so many unique ways that the universe can kind of slip in things that make it easier or better that we ourselves weren't quite there yet. You know, we weren't able to grasp onto or we weren't able to conceptualize just yet. And I I just, I love that process. And the more that I learned to trust my instincts, to trust myself, to trust my inner being, if you want to go that route, the more enjoyable I am seeing this process become. And so I hope that if there's one thing that you do take away from this podcast episode today, it's that I want you to look at your author career as a source of joy and anything that's not bringing you joy, anything that's not making you feel excited, maybe it's time to take a closer look at whether or not you want to keep that for now. It's not to say that it won't ever come back in. Like if you're saying, oh my God, I hate marketing for my author career and it's taking so much of my time that it's making me not even want to write. 
get rid of it for a bit. Stop worrying about it. Focus only on the joy of writing because as you're doing that, new cool things will start popping up. Maybe you'll start seeing your marketing from a different perspective. Maybe you'll start going, you know what? I would really like to try video ads or I would really like to try TikToks with a book talker where she and I are gonna talk together about a certain book that we both enjoy or I'm going to start sharing my own book recommendations or whatever it is, all of a sudden things will start to crop up. But when you're locked into a certain mindset, what's interesting is that these different thoughts, these different ideas aren't available to you because you've locked yourself in so tight into a certain way, a certain routine, a certain everything that you can't even grab hold of it. And so it requires you to kind of chill out. It requires you to to relax a bit so things can come to you. It requires you to let go of that stranglehold you have on whatever it is, right? I want you to be thinking about what kind of ways can you turn your writing career into an adventure? How can you make it more fun? How could you make it feel like this new, unique, incredible opportunity? Because every day, getting to write your worlds down and and share it with the world, I mean, how amazing is that? How, what an incredible job we have, right? And so when we forget about that and we forget how cool it is, the books and the, the writing can start to feel like a burden and we never, never, never want that. So today I want you to think about what can you do in order to make this feel more fun? Can you turn it into an adventure? Can you create some fun into your summer routine with your writing? Can you write from a different location? Can you evolve, I guess, your process so that you can do things just slightly different? Can you write around your kids? Can you write from the beach? Can you write from a coffee shop? Can you give yourself some fun incremental upgrades? Like, you know, if you write five chapters this week, you're going to give yourself a pedicure. I don't know, something. What ways can you create fun and build it into how you're structuring your career? Because this is a long game, guys. If it's going to be so long, we may as well make fun and have fun and do cool things, right? What kind of fun and joy can you bring to your process? Can you treat it like the adventure it is? All right, guys, hopefully that was helpful for you today. Hopefully it struck a chord. I know for me, it's really been on my mind because I found myself, like I said, with Midlife Wolfpack kind of feeling like, oh man, I got to get this thing done and it's coming up. Deadline's coming up. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun with it. I'm just going to enjoy these crazy characters and what's going to happen. And and then I started getting excited about what was going to happen. And so that's kind of where this all sprung from too. So I wanted to share it with you. And I want you to feel that same excitement for your own writing, for your own publishing process, because this is such a fun game, guys. It is so fun. And when we get the opportunity to make it even more fun deliberately, we are on track, my friend. We are doing some incredible things. All right. So if you are wanting to download today's transcript, make sure you head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 134 and you can download it right there. And guys, if you are interested in the Millionaire Author Challenge, it is now available. It's up on my website at authorrevolution.org and you can get in on it. I'm telling you right now, it's been the most incredible journey watching and seeing 
my students who have gone through this process grow and expand in ways that they weren't even expecting. Like they're, they're talking about all the different ways that this is infiltrated into their lives. So manifestation and law of attraction and abundance mindset, it's incorporating so much into how we are looking at our lives and how we are embracing the joy around us and how we can actually be expansive co-creators of our own existence. And I, I don't know about you, but I can't speak more highly of this particular challenge. It is probably the best work I have ever done. And that's saying something because I really enjoyed doing rapid release roadmap. So I hope you will check it out and maybe even get on the wait list for Millionaire Author Manifestation, the full course that's going to be coming later this year. As soon as I get done with Midlife Wolfpack, that is what I'm hopping into and I'm going to be going at it full force until it's finished. (laughs) So there you go. All right. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. And if you're in the United States, I hope you have a beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.